Welcome to the Rookie Leaders Podcast, the podcast of veteran leaders offering leadership lessons to newbies. Whether you're brand new to leadership or expanding your leadership responsibilities, this podcast will provide the knowledge and experience you need to lead courageously and effectively. This podcast is a production of the Credible Leadership Group, a coaching and consulting firm devoted to your leadership development, career advancement, and personal growth. Learn more at CredibleLeaders.com. Now, here's your host, Michael Tanner. Well, hello there, friend. Michael Tanner here, your host. Welcome to another episode of the Rookie Leaders Podcast. Thank you so much. I always say this, but thank you so much. I'm truly grateful that you've chosen to spend your time with me. I know you could be doing other things with your time. You've chosen to spend it with me. Thank you so much for doing that. Hey, today we're going to continue on through our series in talking about our leadership equation and the four variables that are in that leadership equation. Uh, If you want uh, a bit of an overview of the leadership equation, if you didn't listen to it already, you can head back to episode number 86, just two episodes back, where I gave you the overview of the entire equation, the mathematics behind it, and so forth. So if you didn't listen to that, I encourage you to head back there and listen to episode number 86, where I talk about the leadership equation. Last week, we talked about credibility, which is the first variable that's in that's found in the leadership equation. And today we're going to be talking about competence. Competence is the second variable that is in the leadership equation. So I'm going to be describing that. What is exactly uh, that I'm talking about when I talk about competence in the leadership equation? Uh, There are a couple of types of competence. So we're going to talk about both of those two types of competence. Uh, And then finally, I'm going to give you some insight on exactly how you can begin to build competence in your leadership and build that very, very quickly. A couple of uh, options I'm going to give you there uh, to do that. Uh, Before we dive into competence, let me again remind you about our leadership calculator that is available to you. It's a free calculator that's available to you for the purpose of measuring your leadership effectiveness. Peter Drucker's the one that I know that says what gets measured gets improved. And I assume you're listening to the Rookie Leaders Podcast because you want to improve your leadership. And if you want to do that, then the first thing you want to do is measure your leadership. Once you have a measurement of where you stand right now, then you can take the action necessary to improve your uh, leadership. You can then remeasure and actually see the benefit of your efforts in improving your leadership effectiveness. So I encourage you to take advantage of that. CredibleLeaders.com forward slash calculator. That's where you will find our leadership calculator. Be sure you take advantage of that. And I I would also say to you that I need to uh, remind you to make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast. You don't want to miss a single episode, especially as we go through this series on the leadership equation and talking about the four variables, but also because we are leading into the month of March. And next week in the podcast episode, I will be announcing a special promotion that we have on our online course, our leadership accelerator course. I'm a big fan of college basketball. And as we lead into March, the big tournament that ends the NCAA uh, season happened. Most of that tournament happens in March and now it lingers on into April. Uh, But uh, I love the month of March because we have the college basketball season coming to an end. We have the huge uh, tournament in late March. Um, that tournament, by the way, is called March Madness. If if you're not in the States or you're not familiar with college basketball, 
but uh, associated with the month of March, my favorite month as it relates to basketball, I'm going to be offering a great deal on our Leadership Accelerator course, and you don't want to miss that deal. So be sure you subscribe to the podcast. I'll be talking more about that deal next week and throughout the month of March. Now, having said all that, let's dive in. Let's talk about competence as it relates to your leadership and as it re, as it's a its impact inside of the the leadership equation. So, just to quickly cover the leadership equation, uh, how the the math and how the algorithm is is laid out here. We have credibility, and then added to that is competence. The sum of those two numbers is then divided by your motive, the reason you want to be a leader. And then all of that is then multiplied by your relationships, the level of relationship that you have with those that you're leading. And so that today we're talking about competence. That, that uh, number is added to credibility. Again, last week we talked about credibility. If you missed that, head back one episode to episode number 87 there, where we talk about credibility as being your, your track record of, of success or some type of history of success. And so now we're going to add to that competence. And first of all, we need to talk about, well, well, what is competence? Well, well, competence is is simply your knowledge or your level of skill or experience necessary to bring about success for your team. Okay. Just, you, you know, what, what are the skills that you have? What is the knowledge that you have? Or what is the, the experience that you have uh, that gives your team members this this belief that you can lead them to success. Okay, so again, it's skills, it's knowledge, it's uh, past experience and things like that that bring about this this competence that you have that, again, you can lead the team to success. And it brings about for your team members this believability, this hope, right? It, it's uh, very much aligned with credibility, your track record, your history of success gives your team uh, this uh, this hope or this belief that you can lead them to success. But your competence assures your team members that that track record or that past success that you had, it wasn't just a hoax. It wasn't just luck. Uh, you know, it wasn't just the circumstances. Your competence gives the team the assurance that again, it wasn't just luck. You actually know what you're doing here. You have skills, you have knowledge, you have experience that can continue that track record of success that you're building in credibility. All right, so that's competence. Now, what I want to do is I, I want to share with you um, a quick story to kind of highlight. Um, well, actually, no, I'm going to hold the story for a little bit later. Uh, later on in the podcast episode here, I'm going to talk to you about how can you build competence quickly. Um, so I'm going to save that story because I think it highlights that methodology of, that I'm going to recommend to you on, on how to build credibility or I'm sorry, competence quickly. Let's first talk about two types of competence. There are two types of competence that uh, very much so will uh, impact your leadership effectiveness. There is first the subject matter competence in which you're leading. Uh, so what that uh, amounts to, for instance, is if you are a sales manager, if you're now leading a sales team, there is subject matter competence. There is sales competence, right? There's skills 
and knowledge and experience in the the art of sales or the you know the, the the skill of sales right and so you have some skill some knowledge some experience in sales right that's the subject matter uh, in the competence in which you you can have in your subject matter and it doesn't matter what your industry is what your job is it could be software development it could be car sales it could be construction roofing plumbing air conditioning, you know, HVAC units, whatever skill it is, um, you have that competence in that subject matter. So that's the first type of competence that we talk about when we talk about leadership here in the leadership equation. The second type of competence that we're talking about is general leadership competence, right? So skills, knowledge, and experience in leadership in general. And that leadership is, it, it doesn't matter what industry you're in or what business you're in. You know, again, the, su- the subject matter expertise is not necessary here in the leadership competence that we're talking about. Okay. So we have, we have both of those two types of competence. We have the subject matter competence and we have leadership competence. Okay. Now, what I would submit to you here is that the ideal situation is that you have both of these two sets of competence, right? That you have the subject matter competence as well as you have the leadership competence. So the the example that I use a lot and I see in the corporate world a lot and it's somewhat the proverbial uh, leadership growth analogy that is used is the sales manager, okay? So uh, maybe as an individual contributor on the sales team, I was a rock star. I did really well. Um, I, I hit my numbers month over month, year over year, exceeded them. Uh, maybe I won lots of awards on a monthly basis for the top salesman and so forth. Clearly, in that experience, I have the skill, I have the knowledge of being a good salesman. And then I get promoted into a sales manager role. So I have the the subject matter competence of sales. Now, if I add to that now the ability to lead well, right? So I add to my competence, the skill and knowledge necessary to lead people effectively. Well, now I have the perfect combination of subject matter expertise, as well as leadership expertise or competence in both of those. That is the ideal situation. Okay. Now, in the middle, well, let's go to the other end of the spectrum. The other end of the extreme is that I have no competence in either one of those. So for for whatever reason, somehow I find myself in a leadership role, leading a team doing something that I don't know anything about, right? So so maybe I'm, I'm leading a team that is, uh, you know, uh, software developers, but I don't know anything about software development. In addition to that, I'm brand new to leadership. I don't know anything about leadership either. So that's the other end of the spectrum. That is the worst scenario, if you will, in terms of competence. I don't know the subject matter and I don't know leadership. When that's the case, you better start learning leadership very, very quickly. We'll talk about in just a moment um, how you can do that. Now, the the other two scenarios that are kind of in the middle of that spectrum the spectrum from I have both subject matter and leadership competence to I have neither 
in the middle of that, at times you'll find yourself or, or you, you may be in a situation where you have one but not the other. Um, and in that case, I'll just tell you this. I'd prefer to have leadership competence over subject matter competence. If I'm in a leadership position, I'd prefer have the leadership competence over the subject matter competence. If I have others in my organization that are leaders, I'm more concerned with their ability to lead effectively than I am their ability to know the ins and outs of the subject matter in which they are leading. And the reason for that is this. The reason for that is that the team is made up of other individuals that likely know the subject matter very, very well. And they can, the, the team collectively can somewhat overcome the leader's lack of subject matter expertise. And in fact, the team can become the, the mentors, the teachers of that leader in that subject matter. Okay. But when the leader on his own, I mean, you're, you're in leadership, you're, there's a saying about leadership that it's lonely at the top. I, I disagree with the statement. It doesn't have to be lonely at the top, but a lot of what that sentiment is trying to address is the fact that when you're in a team and you're the leader, you're the only leader on that team. There's a saying that says, if everyone is in charge, then no one is in charge, right? And so there, there is only one leader. And if you are lacking in your leadership capabilities, your leadership competence, the team can't help you with that. They can't make up that difference for you, right? They can't make up that competence for you. They can help you with your subject matter competence, but they cannot help you with your leadership competence. That is entirely on you. So if you find yourself in the middle of that spectrum that we talked about where these two types of competence, subject matter and leadership competence, if you only have one, you want to focus on the leadership competence, not the subject matter competence. Now, that's not to say that you don't want to, over time, learn the subject matter. That's very, very important. I'm not suggesting that subject matter competence is not important here. It is very, very important. But if you find yourself needing to focus on one or the other, I would always focus on leadership competence first and then learn the subject matter. Because again, with a good team, then you're going to have others that know the subject matter very well. And that will certainly make up for you, uh, for your lack of subject matter knowledge as the leader when you have those other good team members. Okay. So uh, when you're in that middle ground, again, focus on leadership competence. Uh, but what you're striving for, is that perfect combination of both leadership competence as well as subject matter competence. Now, let's talk about then, well, how do you build competence? How do you build up this competence in your leadership? But also this applies to your subject matter uh, expertise as well. So I wanted to tell you a quick story. Several years ago, um, uh, leading a team and I have uh, six direct reports and this was several years ago, right about the time when this idea of virtual conferences or virtual summits, you know, online summits were, were just getting started, right? In the past, before this, if you wanted to, for instance, go to a leadership conference, 
or attend a leadership conference, then you, you had to physically go to a location somewhere and attend a leadership conference. But I remember hearing about, and I was very interested in this idea of a virtual leadership conference, which meant I could sit in my office, I could sit at my desk, and on my computer, I could, quote, attend the leadership conference. So I began to look into this one um, leadership conference with a very popular organization that I'm very fond of. And I, I was just really excited. It was a it was an essentially an all day long, I think it was six hours maybe, but essentially a full day online conference, multiple speakers, uh, multiple very um, interesting topics within leadership. And so it just looked like a virtual conference that I was very, very much um, interested in in attending. The cost of it also was very favorable in the sense that there was no travel associated with it and and things like that. So I decided that um, I was going to sign up for this virtual summit. It was on a Friday. I remember it was on a Friday. And as I said earlier, it was essentially an all day long uh, virtual conference. Well, as I signed up for that, as I registered for that, I began to think, well, I might want to also include some others within my team. They may be interested in this leadership content as well. So I looked into the licensing agreement uh, with the purchase of the ticket that I that I had purchased, um, and it ended up that I needed to purchase an, an upsell to that, if you will, to be able to share the content with every you know, the other people on my team. And I I should mention that this was live. This was um, streamed live. Uh, It wasn't some pre-recorded, you know, course or anything like that. It was streamed live. So I reached out to the organization, inquired about, well, how, what do I need to do if I want to share this with multiple team members within my organization? And there was an upsell to that, an upcharge to that, which I paid and so forth. And so then at this point, I sent this, this invitation to all of the people that reported to me uh, at the time. And I didn't make it mandatory or anything like that. I just simply uh, sent it to them and said, look, uh, on on this date, on, on this Friday for these six hours, I'm going to be in this conference room over here. Here's the, the link uh, to the virtual uh, conference that I'm going to be attending. You can see the speakers. You can see the list of topics and so forth. I'm going to be attending. I'll be in conference room so-and-so. And if you want to join me, you're welcome to join me. I didn't uh, make this in any way mandatory or anything like that. I just posted it out there for those uh, on my team. And if they wanted to attend, they were certainly welcome. Uh, I was really, really um, pleasantly surprised when everyone in my team uh, attended that day. Again, six hours sitting in a conference room, kind of watching a conference online and this was, again, back in the day when that was brand new. It was kind of unusual to uh, conduct a conference that way. But I was pleasantly surprised that they all attended. But it was the comment from one of the leaders after the fact that really, really um, encouraged me. Now, what this leader did, so this is after six hours sitting in this conference room watching uh, this uh, this uh, this conference. Um this leader uh, chose to s- kind of stay back and, and talk to me a little bit afterwards. And one of the things that she said to me that I thought was uh, really, really encouraging to me is she she finally kind of said, you know what, thank you so much for offering this to us 
and offering to, you know, coach us and teach us in leadership. So that was kind of the first part of her, her, her statement. And, and basically what she was saying is she recognized that I was trying to do anything that I could to increase her leadership competence. Now, I didn't have the leadership qua- equation at this time. And so she and I didn't use the word competence at all, I'm sure. But she recognized that what I was trying to do is increase her leadership competence and everyone else that I had invited to this as well. This this conference had nothing to do with our industry at all. It was leadership focused. And so this was not increasing subject matter competence at all. It was all focused on leadership competence. And so, again, she hung out uh, afterwards late on a Friday to express her uh, appreciation that I was doing what I could to increase her leadership competence. But then she added to that something that I I believe, again, is very encouraging. Um, She mentioned that I'm, I'm grateful that you are willing to include us in your leadership growth, that you're willing to include us in your leadership growth. And now what she was saying there, she recognized that I was taking some action to improve my leadership. I had signed up for the conference and then later kind of realized, well, I would like to show this to my team. And so then I, I, I sent out the offer. So what, So what she recognized there that's so encouraging to me as a leader, what she recognized was two things. First of all, again, as I said, I was concerned with and doing everything that I could to increase her leadership competence. But she also recognized and saw that I was intentionally doing what I could to increase my leadership competence as well. And so I was including them in that. And so this is where we get down to that, that quick story is where we get down to how I want to um, coach you through building your competence with your team. First of all, I'll say this learning leadership, right? Cause again, as, as I said earlier, we want to focus on learning leadership. We want to f- focus on leadership competence. And the first thing I want to say to you is learning leadership is not a covert operation. You don't have to somehow learn leadership in secret. And in fact, if you take that approach, it will actually hinder your ability to better influence your team, to prove to your team that you're growing in your competence. And that feeling of covertly learning leadership, it comes from this idea or this feeling that new leaders have that they must have all the right answers. They must know all the answers. And they, I think young leaders feel like that if they are, um, that they're open about learning leadership, then in some way it's, it's telling your team that you don't already know all of these things. But the reality is your team already knows that you don't know all the answers. Your team probably already knows that you're brand new to leadership. This is your first leadership gig or something like that, right? Your your team members already know these things. They know that you don't know all the answers. And so the idea that you would learn leadership in secret some way, that's only going to hinder your efforts. Instead, what you need to do is learn leadership in a very open and public way. Right? And for so for instance, the 
the leadership conference, the virtual conference that I invited all of my leaders to, when I sent that to them uh, as a kind of a meeting invite, I sent it to them and said, look, I'm already signed up for this. This is very, very interesting to me. I know I can learn a lot from this. I think you can too. So that was very, in a very open and public way, I was learning leadership in front of them because th this, this is what happens. Your team members see your efforts in growing your leadership competence. And that's very, very important. They, they will see your efforts long before they see the results of you learning leadership, right? It's similar to this. When, when we are, when we're with our family every single day, well, like my children now are in their young twenties and late teens, but as they were young and as they were growing up, I, I see them every single day and I don't necessarily recognize the physical change that's going on in their life. Okay. Because I'm, I'm there every single day. But then someone that hasn't seen them for months would then see them and, and talk about, oh my goodness, how much they've grown and how different they look and how much more mature they act or something like that. But because I'm seeing it every single day, I don't necessarily see that physical change. Well, your team is the same way. They're with you every single day. And so that leadership growth, that, uh, you know, that added leadership competence that you're building incrementally over time they may not recognize that just like we don't always see and recognize our children physically growing. Your team won't necessarily recognize your growth. If you are secretly reading books or secretly taking courses or whatever it might be. But if you're actually doing that work in front of them, now they see it, right? They recognize that you are growing in your leadership competence because they actually see the efforts of you doing that. Now, Having said that, I recognize the reality that you can't, like me in this virtual conference, you probably can't um, invite your entire organization or your entire team, especially if you have multiple layers beneath you as a leader. If you're leading leaders, you can't necessarily invite the entire organization. Right? But when you can, or for the few that you can, I would encourage you to include those uh, that you can include, include them in your leadership, the growth of your leadership competence as well. Include them in your efforts. And then second to that, second to that, I always talk about the way that you can build your leadership competence um, is through questions. Always ask questions. And I'm not talking about um, open, or I'm not talking about closed ended questions that can be answered with a yes or no or fine or something like that. I'm talking about genuine curiosity questions because the beauty of this is you can ask questions of anyone and everyone on your team. You're, you're not limited in any way as it relates to asking questions. Again, you can't include everyone potentially in a conference or some type of uh, education around building your leadership uh, competence. You can't necessarily include everyone on your team, especially if you have a really big team, but you can include everyone in your genuine curiosity and you're asking questions. You're asking questions related to, um, you, you know, I, 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 
we had an all hands meeting yesterday. I gave that presentation. What, you know, tell me your thoughts on how clear was the communication, right? Did you really understand what I was, if you're asking all of your team members, these questions, especially asking them questions related to your leadership, you're building your competence, you're building your leadership competence, and you're actually building it in front of your team members. They see those questions and they recognize those questions are related to you want to be a better leader. You are building your leadership competence by asking your team members those questions. Incidentally, you'll do the exact same thing if you're asking questions related to the subject matter as well. And so, again, if you find yourself in leadership, but you're leading a team that uh, and, and you don't have the subject matter expertise of that team that you're leading, you will build your subject matter competence by asking those team members genuine curiosity questions and then just sitting back and listening and as they explain now you're you're building your subject matter competence so through questions you're going to build your leadership competence you're going to also build your subject matter competence but just know this again you're not trying to build competence in secret this is not a covert operation you are including your team members as much as you possibly can because that's how they're going to see and recognize your leadership competence growth the earliest, right? You, you can't wait until they, you know, look back a year from now and, oh, wow, he's really grown as a leader. No, you want them to see that growth every single day. So include them in your efforts of growing your leadership competence and ask lots of genuine curiosity questions of your team. And again, they will see that as a growth in your competence. So that's that's competence as it relates to the leadership equation, the two types of competence, and some, some methods on, on which you can utilize to grow your leadership as well as subject matter competence as well. I hope that has helped you in some way. Uh, next week, we're going to be talking about motive. So be sure you tune in. You do not want to miss an episode as we talk about motive. Mathematically, I think I explained this in episode number 86. Mathematically, motive is the most important variable in the leadership equation. So you don't want to miss next week. So be sure you're subscribed and you don't miss that. Hey, again, also, don't forget about our leadership calculator. You want to take advantage of that. CredibleLeaders.com forward slash calculator. And also, again, be sure you're tuned in next week because as we enter into the month of March, we're going to be talking about the March Madness, the the wonderful offer, discount offer that we're going to be sharing uh, for our Leadership Accelerator course. You definitely want to know about that and take advantage of that. So again, be sure you're tuned in next week uh, as we're uh, as we're talking about motive. And until I speak to you again next week about motive, know that I love you because that's what leaders do, and I want you to be blessed and lead well. This episode of the Rookie Leaders Podcast has ended, but never fear. You can find other binge-worthy podcasts and episodes at rookieleaders.com. If you like this episode, please rate and write a review in iTunes. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast. And remember to share this episode with your friends and colleagues looking for leadership lessons of their own. We appreciate your support. For more great leadership content, head over to credibleleaders.com.